Ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in J-culture and video games, let me introduce to you the number one gaijin, the man from Japan who can! Welcome to the Doofus Show. It's the 32nd one of these we're doing, and it's for the start of September, or the middle of September, or the end of September, depending on when you listen to this. It's TGS season, that's what it, it is. It is TGS season, which is why I'm so excited, because I'm off there next week. Uh, I'm Alex, I'm in Japan, Osaka, Japan, and with me is... I'm Darren, I'm in London. Alex isn't going to be in Japan much longer. This is the, the twilight of the whole... Uh, international thing. Of the whole six years, yeah, it's coming to an end. We're going to be in the same time zone soon. So yeah, we're wrapping up to you for the end of the year in this form. In this form, then something else. So will in happen. this form, this is our last TGS. Yeah, it might be my last TGS period. It's a long, long ass way to come just to look at some games. Yeah, is it exciting? Is it just is it like furiously exciting like I dreamt it would be, um, or is it just like being at a trade show? Do you get like you know weird air conditioning head and and just crap coffee and stuff. You don't get weird air conditioning head. There isn't that. I can say... You get that in Earl's Court. Uh, no. It still feel really weird. You don't know if you're in a really big room or a really small room. No, it... it and everyone's got wheelie suitcases. It still feels like a really big room, uh, even when it's really packed, because there's always somewhere quiet. But um, the last couple of years have been quite quiet at TGS, comparatively. Um, yeah? Yeah. I'm, have you thought about streaking? I, I did. You know, because you're a Brit. You need to do some... Some British things there. Because it's, it's your last one. Yeah, just be like, it's my cosplay. I like walk around naked. <laughs> my birthday suit. Yeah. <laughs> do you like it? Uh, no, you don't, do you? Stop hitting <laughs> me. Um, but the weird thing about it is that by the time it gets around to TGS, all the other trade shows are just before. So most people have revealed stuff. Um, and a lot of the stuff that's really big news is still behind closed doors. So really, it's. You, there's still time for you to reveal your big news. Yay! You mean being naked? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you, you'll get to play with the 3DS, no doubt. There is a doubt there, actually. <laughs> because Actually, they... you'll probably... Oh, no, hold on. Is it more likely you'll be behind a mass of angry uh, press people and you'll be watching someone play a 3DS? Probably, yes. Like, peering over their shoulder going, is it good? Is it good? And then <laughs> turn around and uh, complaining in Japanese that I won't leave them alone. You won't get near one. They'll be in a glass case or something like that. Um, well, past former other shows have suggested that they've been playable and touchable and fiddleable, but and um, breakable. TGS have, Nintendo have always had a habit of not really showing up. So I've got okay. this. I've got this really big feeling that it won't be there. The only way that I could, the way that I imagine it being there is like them having given some to Capcom and a couple of the other big companies that have been. Uh, oh, of course, because they've got Resident Evil and all yes, of that. and Street Fighter Four. Yes, so you'll be able to touch that. Touch it, yes, I hope so. I hope I get my hands on the TGS. I'm hoping they'll announce something about a PSP2. Um, they better. They better. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Good. Well, it's conspicuous in the UK about the PSP Go that uh, it's... <laughs> you know when they have the DFS adverts? Yes. I don't know if, you, if you don't know what DFS is, they sell sofas. And there's a conspicuous sense that everything they sell has fallen off the back of a lorry and it needs to get rid, get rid of, getting rid of uh, as soon well, as all. They're always as as closing they down. It's always a closing down sale. Yeah. yeah. That, me struggling to say that sentence is because there's a man from DFS here with a gun to my head. So I'm going to stop talking about them. But 
Uh, with the PSP Go, they're advertising them as if, just buy them, please. I know, I know it's smaller and you can't do anything with it. But it. Here's some free games. Yeah. But it's <laughs> please buy it's it. It's two hundred quid. To put that in yeah. context, I can get a used one here for fifty quid. You can get a used first one for fifty quid with a bigger screen, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. But um, I just lost my first one, <laughs> my, my PSP three thousand. So I thought I might just buy a PSP Go to be different. You was robbed. I was robbed. I was robbed. Yeah. Alex has been burglarized. I've been burglarized by a, possibly by a Japanese man, possibly by a, a nasty foreign person in a bar. I should clarify, actually, you haven't been burglarized at all. No, I've been, I've You've been, been bag snatched. Bag snatched in a bar. You've I had your snatch. I bagged. got drunk. <laughs> I got drunk, so it's my fault. And as a very sympathetic friend of mine said, "You've been here too long, haven't you? If you were in England, you'd look after your bag, wouldn't you?" Which I was like, "Is that what they said?" Basically, yes. It's not very nice. <laughs> was that immediately after you? No, it was started? a week later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in London, you wrap them around your feet, don't you? And you constantly worry and look at them. Yeah, and I and I didn't. I checked. I remember. I was just quite proud of myself that I remembered that I'd left it in the bar. I was like, oh, I've got to remember to take my bag with me as I came to walk out at one thirty in the morning. That's a window into your level of drunkness there. <laughs> yes, I was, but I was quite proud of myself. Hey, so they've taken, the, they've got the PSP as well. They got the PSP. They got my, they got my Oakleys as well. That was the most expensive thing. So yeah, it's all gone. Oh well, they're um, they're pretty nineties now, aren't yeah, they? But do you know the thing that I'm really like hurting from? It's the loss of the save files. That's the depressing thing, right? Oh, all that work. Yeah, it's not like take oh, the PSP. No take it i don't really i mean i've come by a new one but you've just taken like however many hours on valkyria chronicles 2 and little big planet and i can't be bothered to go back and play them again so have you thought about putting up a little poster like when people lose cats have you seen this psp go <laughs> yeah distinguishing scratches and if you could just meet me in a bar uh then we could you know we could swap that for the save game files yeah you can keep the psp going i just i, I just want the memory that. card please yeah. Yeah. Just drop it off. Leave, leave the memory card at the bar. Back away from the bar slowly. I promise there'll be no repercussions. Yeah. So we'll just meet at a bench and you'll put them on the bench and you'll take it and walk away. And that'd be fine. Well, I'm sorry about that. It's all right. It, it was, I just, I'm confused. It was a shitty little bag and it was next to somebody's really nice handbag and the nice handbag stayed and my bag left. You know your problem. What? Well, you, yeah. You know your problem. What? You're playing, you're playing proper games. You, if you played Angry Birds, you wouldn't even know what level you're on. That's it wouldn't matter. You'd just start again like some idiot zombie. You're playing proper games. You get casual, then it doesn't matter if you lose your games. No, no, it does. Because every game's the same. I've, I've lost... All, I, I have deleted Angry Birds twice now. and had to complete it all the way through twice. It's not as much fun the second time through. You didn't have to complete it all no. the way through twice. <laughs> you're right, but I did. <laughs> but I know what you mean. So, uh, yeah, Angry Birds... Have you noticed that we haven't done any features? We're just talking. Yeah, I think that might become something of a feature in itself. Yeah, how about that? We'll see. How about that? We'll see. Because well, we're good at talking, we, we thought. The, we, we have problems uh, maintaining uh, normal length phone calls, in fact. Yeah, yeah. We have problems just not talking. Just jabbering on. Yeah, yammering. Yammering. We spent a good deal of time singing Elton John's Your Song before oh, we started good. recording, yeah. in fact. Yeah, I hope you don't mind. Anyway, so. I don't mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What were we saying about? Uh, I think the we, we actually were kind of going into talking about some games that we've been playing, I think.
Yes, sorry, yes, so we're Angry Birds. Okay, so the cynicism in me is deep. It's like a black well of black goo. It's, it's a gooey well. Yeah, you imagine like a deep well and there's some cold, acidic black goo. That's That was what I felt towards Angry Birds. But <laughs> I, only I was going to say I had an ex-girlfriend like that, then realised how unpleasant that was, even as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Send her to the dark wells. <laughs> that doesn't really work. No. Uh, yeah, so Angry Birds came out for on beta for Android. Okay. Uh, and it was like my it was like a rap of smack because it, it's just 12 12 levels 12 so I finished out it in about like, 150 now right oh i don't know yeah, it's like, oh, that's all there is the, the the full version isn't available that's all you can play okay so i just sat there gurgling because it's a kind of game and i was i was beginning to tell you this earlier then we realized we should be recording that it requires near coma levels of concentration <laughs> to play don't you think it doesn't matter, like, I don't think, it doesn't matter how tired you are. Like, if you're in bed, you could still just pick it up and go, uh, uh, and play it. Angry Birds holds the award for being the one game that has made me miss my station twice. Because <laughs> it's quite involved. It is. And yet it but, requires but it so is. little of your brain. Yeah, it's like an anesthetic or something. Yeah. But, it's coming to DS as well. You, d- you don't need need it for that, really, do you? I'm stumbling over myself. So well, no, you didn't, you didn't have it. to play it all the way through twice for you to describe it. I had to play it through twice. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's like Lemmings for the, the iPhone generation. And it's only 59 yen. Or 59 pence. Sorry, I'm talking the wrong 59 money. 59 pence? Yeah. That's nothing, isn't it? Imagine, imagine that. So what, the Farmville next? Should we play that? I'd rather not. Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd be with you on that. Talking things I was thinking about playing, I, I was actually contemplating making a new column on Game People, where I'm writing as a scared gamer at the moment. Just to play GamePeople.co.uk. .co.uk, where Alex also writes for. Yeah, yeah. It's very bad. It's good. Don't it's, the site's good. The podcast <laughs> is... No, I'm only amused by the fact that they don't listen to this. But they humour you, don't they? They tell you they listen. Yeah, well, I hope they listen. They, they, they're, they're not, it's, it's a really nice site. I really like the site. I'm happy I write for them. Prove me wrong, um, gay but people, I, people. But I had this idea of writing a column called The Addicted Gamer and actually starting to play WoW and just writing, like, a 100-word <laughs> blog entry every day about oh, my experiences. No. <laughs> Tearing yourself away from it to write the 100 words would be the problem. Well, I was just I was thinking of making myself only allowed to play for half an hour a day and then, like, half an hour writing and just doing an hour every day on WoW. Oh. But then I yeah. thought maybe better of it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> maybe we'll do Star Trek Online instead. Star Trek Online? Oh, is that a new online Star Trek game yeah, you can play? Yeah. Oh. Well, that sounds it's fun. It's very good, apparently. I guess. But, uh, it's not very good. Yeah, there's a Battlestar Galactica one, <gasps> which apparently isn't very good either. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> It's the same noise every time anybody discusses an MMO. MMO? Well, I've been playing Tatsunuka vs. Capcom on the Wii. I'm jealous of that. I am. It's really good. So, all you, it, it slowly dawned on me that, because it's kind of like Super Smash Brothers. It is. Mixed with um, ridiculous Street Fighter, with ridiculous special moves. But all the moves are the same. Like, you don't need to know anything to play this game. And it looks extremely complicated, but all the moves are either a Dragon Punch or a Fireball. That's Isn't it. that all they ever were? Well, there's ch- there used to be charge moves. There w- are there no charge moves? Uh, there's a couple. <laughs> it's just not hard. It is, still, it is <laughs> when you get to the end. 
Uh, I haven't done that. Oh. I've just been playing it on two player. Try just try playing the normal. You'll you'll get all the way through it really quickly, apart from the last boss. Because I had the Japanese version, which they then locked. Is out. that a big ball with a hammer? Kind of, yes. Yes, yeah, so I've beaten him. Big ball with a you have easily. Yeah, mm, I died a couple of times. Yeah. He's a pain. Didn't like him. I still did it. Well done. I think, well I'm, done. I, think I must be very good at video games. Maybe. Yeah, I think you are. You, you've got this hidden talent that you've just chosen not to use. No, it's just Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. Because my yeah. girlfriend was complaining about having a Street Fighter thumb. And I just realised, you know, the calluses are still there yeah. on my thumb. That doesn't go. <laughs> that, SNES, that SNES pad callus. We've all got it. Yeah. It's, that, that's, that's not going to go away. What? You know, like guitar fingers, they kind of, you know, they kind of heal out. But it's just on the bone there. <laughs> you could probably... Yeah, you could. That will be with me in the. That'll be lying in the coffin long after I'm gone. Yeah. Just a little nugget all, of street fighter. All your bones callus. gone, and this calloused bone of flesh little still there. Peanuts of flesh. And yeah. Years from now, there'll be um, archaeologists they'll digging people space up and saying, out of it. "And this man was a gamer." You can tell by the yes, callous the, nugget of flesh. The, all that's left of him. <laughs> all that's left. Pea pea nuggets everywhere. Yeah, that's kind of horrible, isn't yeah. it? What, what, what else have you been playing? What, what, uh, plenty. Perhaps too much, in fact. Yeah, I've got your list here. Yeah. I want to know about Death Spank. Uh, Death Spank's on what console? Yeah, it's on console, and I think might even be on Steam, maybe. Um, but it's, Steam? Yeah, it's a Ron Gilbert game, and he was one of the guys behind Monkey Island. So, funny man, yes. funny man. And th the problem is, well, it's got a couple of problems, actually. One is that... It's trying to be like a loot-based Diablo-style game, but the loot and stuff's a bit boring. The other is that any time you tell me something's funny, I'm invariably not going to find it that funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why, but especially when it's self-referential and kind of like self-aware comedy, it just doesn't... It's not very good. Are you resistant to that? I think... I, I'm not sure if it's just that I'm resistant or if it's just often not very good. Okay. <laughs> like it's charming it's fun at points but it's just like trawling through hours of it and it's it's a fairly long game it's downloadable and it only costs um, about 10 quid um, so it's fair to say as I suspected that the name Death Bank is the best thing about it uh, I think I think if you find that incredibly funny then you might find the game incredibly funny um, okay but if, if, if when you look at that you go oh that's amusing and then you kind of the joke kind of dies off on you in seconds then probably not you're probably not going to find the whole game that funny. You're probably not going to find it yeah, that funny. Yeah. Um, where you've oh, okay, I've got a list here. Alex sends me show notes. You've written Lara Croft on what yeah, you've been playing. Yeah, Lara Croft. I don't, I don't understand. Well, what do you mean? They've got rid of Tomb Raider. Well, they haven't got rid of Tomb Raider, but the main franchise is now Tomb Raider, as we know. Yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. they've done this downloadable kind of spin-off thing where they just call it Lara Croft, and in this case, the Guardian of Light, and it's this. The the, the monument of Hades could be next. Yes, the cave of bats. So, is this a first-person, third-person, three D adventure? It's thing? a third person in the style of up above, looking down on people um, from, oh, from a kind okay. of isometric angle. Isometric—that's the word I'm going. Do you know? I, I was so expecting you to say that they've done like an eight-bit version of it because that's quite cool now, isn't that it? That has—that has been in vogue, hasn't it? That has. It's kind of been and gone there because we had the Mega Man. Was it nine and ten on Virtual Con? Nine and oh yeah, and ten. Yeah. And then Dark Void Zero and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was expecting that. They're cool because you could have done a great Pitfall. Remember Pitfall? Yeah, yeah. 
That would have been yeah. That's what that's what I was expecting. No, it, it it's actually an isometric and uh, and it's uses the same engine as the last Lara Croft game, in fact. And it's got some really nice puzzles. I was very impressed. I was not expecting. You've got some really nice puzzles. I've got no. It's got some really nice puzzles. Uh, okay. And they're very good. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. It was better than I was expecting. Um, and it kind of makes me want do to go and revisit some of the Tomb Raider games because I only really played the first one. Um, yeah. Do you think this is a an experiment in which the the Lara Croft and Tomb Raider franchise could fork in two different directions? Yes. I I, I think they've pretty much voiced that as their kind of plan. Crystal Dynamics who developed it. Well, like we because that w- I have heard lots of kind of crisis talks about the whole Tomb Raider franchise. Well, uh, and, and the future of it. because the last game was pretty disappointing. No, it, is that right? it's received fairly good scores. They've all been in the eight, like seventy nine was the last game, and, and of the last three, that's the lowest reviewed. So they've all been doing quite well. I just think that the mind share on it, it just isn't what it was, and the sales okay. they expect that name to bring, it just doesn't. Um, yeah. And the downloadable space becoming obviously far more popular, um, and I think what this has done is. Chris Dynamics or maybe Square Enix gave them the gave them the kind of mandate that you cannot make a Tomb Raider game downloadable because that's going to um, dilute not dilute the franchise but cheapen the franchise still further. So just okay, make it not Lara make Croft. it an event. Yeah. Uh, okay. And right. uh, people know Lara Croft perhaps even more than they know Tomb Raider in many ways now. So just call it that. Uh, make it smaller. You can make it cheaper. So people don't expect Tomb Raider games to be. 10 quid, but you can put out a Lara Croft game at 10 quid. And they say if it's popular, they've already got like other plans to make other games in the series. And it's two-player. Uh, and when you do that, the the puzzles actually become... You need to do them cooperatively. Like one person throws a spear that makes platforms and the other person can has a lasso, grappling hook style thing. They can Sounds fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the only problem is, is that I can't play it multiplayer because uh, the online is busted on the 360 until the end of the month. Because you haven't got any friends. And because I haven't got any friends. You haven't got any friends. And I hate <laughs> people on with people online. <laughs> what, you mean talking to them on the... Yeah, like this. On, on your I mic. Hate this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that is what you do. Yeah. But you're not even playing the game. Yeah, exactly. What, what are you doing with your hands? Uh, nothing. What are you doing in general? Are you are you, are you being distracted by I've anything? got one rested on my chest. I've got the other rested by my glass of red wine. Are you just... Oh, right, you're drinking. Not really, just a, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a tipple. Just a, just a tipple. Just a hey, so, uh, I haven't been playing anything else, but I was quite impressed that I was playing Tatsunuka vs. Capcom anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the temptation to buy an Xbox now is leaking out of me through my pores and into the ether. Uh. It's, it's, I've got a big old... Xbox, you know, hard on that I need to get rid of. That's yeah, I can imagine that being a tricky, tricky. Th- are they still expensive there? I don't know. No, no, no. They're basically free. Oh, you should probably go and ask. Yeah, they hand them outside tube stations. Oh, that's good. I was wondering. I just keep saying no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> piss off. No, no. Leave me alone. No, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> before the connect hits, right? Get it before then. You don't want to be caught in that mess. So, uh, Tekken 6, you've been uh, playing. I'm very interested to hear about it. Tekken 6. Um, well. Um, Last Tekken I played? Tekken. <laughs> Tekken 6 is this kind of weird artifact of, and this is going to sound really weird, trying to impress a girl by buying Tekken 6. How does that work? 
How does that work, Alex? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, there's this uh, a, a friend of mine. Surely the scantily clad ladies in a sort of slightly sexist way. Yes, there are, but she likes the scantily clad men in a slightly sexist way. And oh, she plays okay. one of the characters. Well, they're, that, they're that realistic now. I don't think you would, no, have, been no, you wouldn't have been turned on by Tekken. Tekken 1. Um, but Tekken 6 was... It, it's te- it's still Tekken. This is the problem, right? It's just I've dis- decided that I cannot... I got the move lists for each character. They they actually happen okay. in the arcades here. I got one, one of each sheet for every character, and there's about 30 characters. And each one has three pages or four pages of controls. And I look at it, and then I look at Super Street Fighter, and I play Super Street yeah. Fighter. Do you know what this could be a... We could begin. Do you know on the internet there's a, a whole fuss about the fact that you know you have to sign up for various services. Yes. And so you've got loads of different passwords floating around the place, and it's just a nightmare. And you can never remember things to places you visit once. Mm-hmm. So OpenID is the internet standard for you know signing into everything. Or you can sign in with your Google account sometimes. But basically, they want to set one password. You sign into the internet, and then you sign into everything. So, how about? All controls, are you with me, yeah. for all yeah. games, yeah. they're just the same. So if you roll towards and press one button, then you do a fireball. <laughs> whatever the game. The dragon punch. Whatever the game. <laughs> and you can also jump on people's head like Mario. What else would you need to do for all? Uh, you need to keep the universe the best Throw games. grenades, but I think that button should move randomly around the pad because I never know how to do it. I, I, I'm always accidentally what, what throwing a from? grenade. So just like randomly, single buttons will turn into the grenade button. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and if you run for like if you run for a bit and then tap down and you turn into a ball and spin yes. forwards. And, and that and that is all the controls for all games. Mm. That and it's called open move, open move. And everyone has to use it. So every all games Dragon Punch. Uh, PlayStation or Sony might have the uh, copyright on the move thing, though. You might want to think of a. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, well, if you can think of a name, give us a shout. But I think that that's that's a good plan because then you wouldn't have any problems learning to play any games. First-person shooters would be a nightmare because I haven't accounted for that. <laughs> Run forward, press down, turn into a ball. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Punch would be very confusing. You'd be jumping up into the sky and fireballs. Get all dizzy. At least you would never problem yeah. with that. Uh, I don't know how you jump on people's heads either. <laughs> uh, there'd be a button for jumping. And, y- and Yoshi is a, ge- is a character in all games. <laughs> Even, Even like Tetris. Winning 11. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's one of the goalkeeper. <laughs> What's that egg on the screen? <laughs> this is rubbish. Well, the realism has been shattered. Um, so an- <laughs> another game I've been playing that that wouldn't work for just is uh, yes. uh, a split second. Which oh, this looks. Great. I mentioned because y- you mentioned last time liking Burnout Paradise. I like silly racing games. Full and stop. this is basically Burnout Paradise, uh, but on a track. And a track you can blow into little little bits. With pyrotechnics. With pyrotechnics, yes. Was that Australian or South African? It was South okay. African. It was an Alan Partridge. Right? Okay. Because <laughs> I was sorry, doing... sorry. No, because I was doing the same thing and I didn't know what accent I was doing. Pyrotechnics. <laughs> <laughs> but um. It's a lot of fun for a while. Yeah, now I've been watching some videos of this. Mm. Is this on Xbox? Yes. You can ask this about <laughs> everything now, aren't you? <laughs> it's just all going in my pile just to kind of tick it off my list when I get one. So, yeah, it's a racing game, but basically everything's blowing up around you all the time. Yeah, except, and this is the problem, all the same, all the same things blow up. Okay, so there's no... What, do you get bored after well, a while? It come, I mean, there are... 
the explosions that happen are always the same. Okay. okay. So there's no randomness in that respect. But whether they blow up is dependent on the other cars on the track. So what you in fact end up with is learning just new racing lines. And I suppose technically you can take a risk and take the shorter racing line that would keep drive you near explosions. But ultimately, if you're in the lead, you don't want to be doing that. You want to be taking sure. the artificial racing line that you have to memorize. The one where the building doesn't fall on yes, you. Yes, that one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I was wondering how that would all work because you can set traps for people yeah. by blowing up stuff and they're falling on them. But then I did think, well, how do you direct that? Well, it, it's really... You know, it's all very well shooting guns. It's really clear in the time trial sections, which are the same tracks over and over again with the same explosions over and over again. And that's what really highlights it. And yeah. you slowly realise that, you know, there's a lot of petrol stations that you can drive through. Gas stations, if you're American. Oh, that I can see where that's going. And they explode yeah, it, ma massively? Except, like you learn very quickly like on this time trial course if you drive through it will massively explode just as you're coming out so it looks really impressive and on this time trial course it will blow you into tiny little bits and you don't want to race through <laughs> so it, it's just it's a little too artificial so it's really good for like three or four hours oh I get where you're but going you're and like, then you pretty much know how to do it yeah which is a shame because yeah. it's such a good concept I'd really love it if like there was some way of like they bought out DLC that randomized, like putting just some extra elements and then randomized which ones you could use. Like we have rigged uh, it, with, we have rigged parts of the track with explosives, but you don't know which one. Yes, to get you out of just knowing how to beat it. Yeah, like we haven't rigged the entire world with explosives, but we have still put some on the track. <laughs> the old school reference would be football games where there's a guaranteed way to score. Yes. And as much as you admit to yourself that you're not going to do that, you, are. you still know that you can do that, and it makes the whole game noiseless. <laughs> and yes, it does. Sorry to <laughs> use an old school terminology there. I'm a tiresome idiot. Yeah, you you are gonna love the Xbox if you buy one, Darren. You're gonna love Shank and Limbo. Those are two other games that I've been playing. I won't go into them really. They're 2D pat platformers and hack and slash games. Ooh, that, you that sounds good. That and Scott Pilgrim. Hey, do you know what I found the other day? What did you find the other day? Uh, that we have to play when you get what? back. There was an unreleased Contra Strike Probo Detector game what? Uh, released for the Sega Genesis Strike Mega Drive. Oh my lord. Yeah, it's amazing. Ha it's incredible. Hang on, how did you find this? If it's not, I shouldn't ask you this question, should I? Well, no, you can buy it. Well, <laughs> I, I, I have the ROM, <laughs> but you can, you, can, you can find it. Oh. In, in fact, you could probably buy it in Japan. Didn't you start with unreleased? Wasn't this the first word out of your mouth? Unreleased over oh. here. It was released for a very short time in the US and a little bit in Japan. And I just think, I don't know why, that it just it didn't hang around. It didn't. There's often reasons for these things, which I can't remember. Okay. Uh, but it's very sought after. It's like Alien Soldier, which is a treasure game. Uh, yeah, so I began to play it, and it's a two-player, just like the Super Nintendo one was, uh, which was a fantastic game. That was one of the best games on the Super yes, Nintendo. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Center, I remember spending it? hours just shooting at the ground to try and get some extra lives on that game. It's fucking hard, yeah. wasn't it? I can't play that anymore. No. Uh, but yeah, it's another one of those with similarly massive bosses and uh, massive robots and all the same. What? We haven't played it. We need to play What's it. What's it called? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I, I, know, could, I, could, I could search for it now. Uh, this is great radio. I love when we do this. It's called Hard Corpse. Hard Corpse. Contra Hard Corpse. You mean like core, like C-O-R-P-S? 
No, I mean corps like like Dead. corporations. Oh, okay. Or cor- yeah, yeah. Corporals. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably corporals. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing it's, it's going to be ace. I'm guessing it's not like because I, I, I had like hard dead person, like somebody got into hard heavy rigor mortis. Hey, that's a good name for a, 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 a band, a, um, an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> film oh, from the eighties. It never was, isn't it? Hard corpse. Rudger Hauer's hard corpse. This is basically like but Die yes. Hard. Actually, it's the same premise, right? It is, isn't it? That's why. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a hardcore 80s game as well. So we need to play that. Listeners at home, if you've got a Mega Drive, uh, Genesis, or an emulator, then do get it. It's shockingly good, and I can't believe that it's not you know, as famous as the, the Probotector Cybernator game on the SNES, because it's exactly the same, but new. Maybe if we mention it to Konami, then they can um, put it on Virtual Console for us, for the Wii. Well, that makes sense. I just don't know. You know, you could just port it to the DS, and everyone would be happy because I think most people haven't played it. Well, have uh, compared to Contra Four, how is it? Contra Four, oh, which the was the DS game. Yeah. I, I, I played the first level. It, it well, the DS. Uh, it's very similar. To be honest, Contra Four is is like another one of these games, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's deliberately another Probotector uh, uh, SNES one. What was the one on the Wii? Was it the Wii? Uh, Rebirth. Rebirth. Did you play that? They should have called it Weebirth. Yes, yes, I did play. <laughs> Weebirth. Jonathan Wass as the main character. Uh, and what was that like? Was that again it's, the same kind of thing, or was it like no, the remix? It's, it's the same kind of thing again. It's yeah, they they've gone into a very again, like you said with Mega Man, they've gone into a nice rut of just pumping out the same shit over and over again. But which I, is yeah, great, I don't but, wouldn't want to demigrate that at all because you know it's just great level design uh, and brilliant bosses and then set pieces and you know i could take as much as you can give me the irony is i've never finished one right so what they could actually what i could actually do is just go back and try and finish the game that i never finished but ultimately i always buy a new one and always play it again and i'm very happy with that purchase so maybe they are doing yeah absolutely i don't right know thing. I totally agree i don't know, i don't know if it's just the enjoyment of the you know discovering the bosses and getting to the you know the mutated lab level they could, and all of that. They could make them all half as long, and I would never know. <laughs> I completely agree. So the, do you know, the DS one could be two levels long. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad at those games. It's the one hit, then you die thing. Yeah, yeah. It's really. I don't know why that's so difficult to get your head around. But I, yeah, I Rolling Thunder as well. I like some oh, more Rolling yeah. Thunder games. I, they were fucking brilliant. I remember the first time I played a game with energy bars, though. I was being mind blown, mm-hmm. and it, I didn't realise I had energy. And just every time I got hit, I was like, "Why? Am I, I must have dodged the bullet. Why am I still alive? I must have picked up a shield, yeah, or something." And then eventually, like after half an hour of playing, I realised it was energy, and I died. See, now games they might as well just not bother because games don't want to kill you anymore. No, they, well, there's good reason for that because people. Oh, it's a very good pe- reason. I like yeah. that. <laughs> people want you to see more than level two. Um, yeah, new Super Mario Brothers being a case in point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that's fun though. I do love that. Oh god, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's very good. I haven't finished it yet. Nearly have. But but contra hardcore. Contra hardcore. That's the first thing you're gonna do when you get back into the country. <laughs> that's the first thing I'm gonna do. Come back from Japan yeah. to play a game that was only released in Japan. Yeah, we're gonna play in the domestic arrivals lounge. <laughs> Except I'm I coming back by train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex is travelling back from Japan to England by train. I'm, I might be rethinking. I'm trying to explain this. to I him. I might be rethinking this. What's <laughs> it yesterday or whenever I last well, No, because well, I was looking at it and it's like, well, that's all very well, but I go all the way through Europe and Russia and that, that looks great. But I could just take the Orient Express and then just get a plane from China. And that would actually well, show exciting. me more countries that I'd like to see in a shorter length of time. 
and then just you can have a a, a coffee and yeah. uh, meet an exotic woman on the orange it's track. about a quarter of the length i could have a really nice two weeks and then fly back with plenty of time rather than nailing it back through russia good well yeah. i'm glad you're not Th doing that thanks for three weeks on a three weeks on a train can you imagine the state you'd be in well, I can't afford. That was the other thing that put me off. I can't afford the all single birth cabin. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, that's too much. And all, the, all you'd have to eat is Walker's crisps, Kit Kats, and very, very bad egg sandwiches and, and, and stale, stale Danishes. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. And on, on, yeah, and you could read Best magazine. Ooh, could I? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm basing this all on Virgin Trains. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the only thing that came into my head then was German. Oh well. Um, yeah. So we got a little bit of news, just a little, little bit, because uh, we got a lot to talk about today. But uh, Yakuza... As we know, I love talking about Yakuza. Yeah. Thank God we got to the Yakuza bit of the podcast. I, I, actually, we talk about it I actually search every for Yakuza single news time. every time. And there's quite a lot of Yakuza news, actually, if we want to take it. Well, there should be. It's a very good game. Yeah. Well, we'll start with number three, because that's okay. where we're up to now in the West. <laughs> that's fine with me, yes. Okay, so what's the news about the it? The news is, is that there's some real members of the Yakuza uh, who are getting very upset about well not very upset but fairly upset about the cuts sega made for the u.s release saying it changed the experience and not for the best you mean removing the, the talking to the ladies clubs yeah. and the quiz that was in there that they cut they said there's a quiz in there there was a japanese oh, quiz that i'm sure nobody would have got but uh, i found a bowling alley in yakuza 2 the other week <laughs> how are you at that i didn't realize it was there yeah it's very good actually yeah it's good um <laughs> It, I'm, I'm impressed that the, the Yakuza uh, actually show an interest in this game. I think they were probably asked directly, uh, but I think they're kind of quite proud of it. I think that you know they they like the, I guess it's very stylish, humanly, the superhuman way they are portrayed, and the fact that they're held as pillars of the community, where in fact they're just killing, killing <laughs> mobsters, they're dirty criminals. No, they're, yes. they're not. I was, I was trying I, to think of. Uh, that's not fair. They're not actually. They, they well, they are, but they are also. It's okay. They don't listen to this. Uh, let's hope not. Eh? <laughs> I'd be very surprised. Yeah, um, but following on from that story is the fact that Yakuza Four won't have the same cuts. They're going to keep try and keep everything in and just port the whole thing over. Okay. Yeah. So evidently, the third one did well enough. But, of course, at TGS this week, which we'll get on to soon, Yakuza 5 <laughs> will be shown. Oh, my good God. They're churning them out. Do you know anything about Yakuza 5? Um, I know that there's a, a, a thing in the uh, Famitsu, which is the weekly magazine here for video gaming, had an advert for yes. it. It said basically the end, and it looked like Somoncho? There's an area of... Uh, Tokyo that it's based on the main area of the first two games. Yeah, they always take a little, a little district and then yeah. recreate it extremely faithfully, but it, and you can wander around. It looks like it's been decimated in the picture, like oh, wow. by okay. natural disaster, maybe. So there's all That's sorts exciting. of ideas about what that could mean for the game. See, this is the whole get a PS3 thing, isn't it? Because you can only get this on PS3. Yes, that, this is where I yeah. wonder if you're making the right choice for the games you like. 
I haven't made any choice, but uh, well, in yeah, your head, you I kind really of like the choice. You've got an itch because it's cheap. Oh, is it much cheaper there? Or have Don't you know, not even actually. Looked? I've just seen the adverts. I'm just like an idiot dog. I've just saw the adverts on the telly saying the Xbox is cheap, and I went, Oh, the Xbox. Fair enough. And I pushed the baby food into my mouth because you are Robocop. But yes, Yakuza 5 is a, is a big selling point yes, for me. Yes, or Yakuza 3 and 4. Might. <laughs> yeah, or well, even finishing Yakuza 2 <laughs> yeah, on PS2. Exactly. Yeah, all these things. <laughs> oh. The other... Okay, so we're only going to do one other bit of news, and it's again Japan-centred. Excellent. Uh, which is that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops is set to be released later this month, or next month, or soon, anyway. Now, Call of Duty, is that as a big a deal in Japan as it is in the West? No. No, no. Good. Not at all, really. Uh, but the Can't imagine it would be. But it's got... Okay, so in Japan, they use the CERO rating system, C-E-R-O, which is basically like their PEGI. Um, yes, I've seen that on the boxes. Yep. Um, and they go from A, B, C, D... And then I think they jump straight to Z. I think that's. So I looking at my shelf here, I've got some A's and B's. There might does that be mean any. I'm a big child? There might be any. It does mean you're a big child. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, but, it, <laughs> uh, but Z, the Z, the adult, basically the 18 plus rating, which doesn't translate fully because they seem to have a lot more leeway with games that would be rated as 18 in the West. It really is things that they completely object to. Um, a lot of which is thus things like see it. Call of Duty, which are war games, they often get bumped into the Z section. Okay. Right. Is it the realism of the war? Is that the uh, I think partially, yes. But I mean, the, um, the other things that often bump them up are things that are just culturally not so accepted, like killing a zombie brutally and ghosts are pretty uh, high on the list of things that are bad here. Whereas, yeah, okay. um, Again, more realistic violence. Or two, two a penny over here. Well, yeah, and then you know you can get games that like tentacle rape and things here, but uh, tentacle rape. Well, for example, just to, just to what? use a tired cliche. You said, you said that with such exhaustion, like you'd oh, say. It's, it's such a tired cliche, but it's just something that is easily grab honourable to by. I'm sure it is. Yeah, uh, it's tentacle rape. Well, not game. Well, po possibly in some is kind of game? story games. No, there's rape play yeah. and things like that. How many like nunchucks that. would you need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never heard of that before. It's clear. It's clear to me that you you are sick. To, you've had it up to your back teeth with tentacle rape. <laughs> whereas that's like a whole new that sounds a whole new world, which I'm not feeling entirely comfortable <laughs> in. But you've just said that now. Well, so you should probably continue talking about black ops while I think about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, but what it comes down to is like J Japanese are squeamish about some things that don't seem to make sense compared to the other things they're not squeamish about. Get to the meat. What are you talking about? Black Ops? Has well, it, it been censored? They, it, it's Zed, so already it's put in a separate section of the store, and they've censored it. You can't explode limbs. <laughs> they've taken that out. They have taken it. And this is, um, this is actually ingrained in a number of things, which is, well, it is mirrored in a number of things. They never released one of my favourite games, Dead Space, over here. I had to get it imported. Because that, right? that game revolves around dismemberment to kill enemies dismemberment of uh, very strange aliens very strange aliens but still dismemberment of limbs okay which is a no-no in japan it's seen as a very right? bad thing. How interesting so now they have why? had to censor cod black ops because they were exploding and removing of limbs within the game crikey hmm 
Do you, do you, why? 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 What, what's? I mean, obviously it's horrible, but is this a, a specific insight into the Japanese psyche that you can? I, I think it ties. I don't. Th- I think it just ties to the associations again with uh, organized crime here. I think there's a connection there. I'm not 100 percent sure, so I won't speak 100 uh, absolutely about it. But it's very brave of you. Yeah. You normally just play with that. Yeah, I do. Uh, you normally. But I realize as I was saying <laughs> that although I I do have this. I have this belief that I think I was told once. I can't remember who told me. And as I get drunk so much here, somebody might have just been lying to me. Um, <laughs> but I think it, it's something like, I mean, there's the, the whole finger chopping thing. Do you know that? Yeah. I think it's tied to that. I think it's... Oh, okay. Yeah. The Yakuza snipping off. So we're back on Yakuza yeah. again. Yeah, there you go. Yakuza 6. There's a theme for the news. In space. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were talking about that, right? They, the guy who made Yakuza was talking about the next one being perhaps set in space, which I thought was quite amusing. What? Like Moonraker? As a spin-off. As a spin-off. Because they had the Kenzo, <laughs> which was like no. the old uh, samurai Yakuza game that they had out here. Yeah, that's only great. So maybe set the next one in space. Oh, okay. So you know, we terraform the moon, and there's of course there's going to be gangsters on the moon. Yeah, they're going to be the one of the first ones there. Probably absolutely. Yeah, building That's some fantastic idea. So that would be, I'd love to see Yakuza in space, actually. <laughs> Yakuza in space. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I can imagine his silver, you know, his sexy silver seventy suit. That oh, that'd be amazing! Well. Just the pimped out. Yeah. yeah. It'd be Moonraker basically, but but Yakuza. <laughs> Yakuza Raker. Okay. We have to get Japan so. on the space program. Feature. Feature time. It's feature time. It's feature time. It's feature time. Unfortunately, the best part is the music at the start. Okay, it's feature time. Uh, now, in that small snippet of uh, jingle there, uh, which is probably about five seconds long, Alex has miraculously been to TGS <laughs> and come yeah, back. I'm back. I'm no back. time's passed. You've, you've just been. Yeah, it, it was re- very, very quick. Uh, I didn't really have time to play any games. I just went and... Um, uh, just high five the man on the door and then came high back. High five the man on the door. No, uh, I should explain what actually has happened yeah. is that uh, this is this is now a week afterwards and Alex didn't get the podcast up in time and he's been. I, I, so, I, right? I edited the podcast in time on well, the train to TGS and then I got there and didn't have an internet connection. <laughs> But now you've been, so there's facts. Yes, so there's t- facts. Instead of t- like lazy TGS predictions, what do you think it's going to be there? Is there going to be a new PFP? Incorrect guesses. In- yeah. Guesses. Well, we had some obscenely incorrect guesses. So we've removed our prediction section. I don't and now... think I made one right to guess, being the depressing part. <laughs> I hang up That's my all... hat as a pundit. I am done. What, what was your worst guess as to what was there? Uh, <laughs> PSP2. PSP2? <laughs> Nothing? That, that was the one that truly had nothing on it there. And in fact, in, in light of that, we even had some of the news wrong in the segment just before this. <laughs> um. Well, that'll still be there for everyone to enjoy. Hey, yeah. no, but we don't normally have anything that's of any merit, journalistically speaking, do we? Not journalistic. Now we've actually got a, a man, you, who've been, been to TGS. I am a man. Everyone I at home's just sat there in their grey front rooms. You've been to Tokyo Game Show, Al. What was it like? It was, um, it felt really empty again. I think I said this last year, but it felt like there was even it less. It was quite quiet last year. year. That was the popular opinion, wasn't it? Yeah, they, well, they said this year there were more people. They broke 200,000, maybe, okay. if people didn't go on more than one day, which I suspect most. So people. you weren't scrummed in, but that's quite good, though. You can enjoy the show without. Well, they, 
the days I was there, the the the, pr- the, well, the main day I was there, the press day was really quite empty. But it just usually they've got three halls for the main show, and generally the the first year everything was had something in it. The last year, the final hall just had a restaurant in it and um, had the well the food court and a dog tied and to shops a, tied to a pole. Yeah, and this year, <laughs> uh, the final area just had the food court and um, a big empty place for like speeches that was empty most of the time. So it was a bit kind of dead. But apparently, there were more games. More people went. Okay, it was just a bit kind of. For me as a a gamer who likes more westernised games now, it turns out. From everything I read in the press last year, it was kind of like TGS is dying. It's all about the American shows now. Is that the Uh, case? And and Gamescom, which is the the one in Germany. Um, Well, they they made a huge big deal about it being bigger and there being more games. It's in crap. Well, there was a lot of good stuff announced, but there was so little on the floor and without Nintendo's involvement. It just felt a bit empty still, and yes, a bit crap. Sure. A few games, What's the Metal Gear Solid man called? Kojima. Didn't Kojima say that the TGS is dead? Is that, have I misquoted that? Uh, it's e- I, I can't remember if it was... It was either Kojima, Itagaki, or uh, I was about to say Ibaraki, but that is a place in Japan. Uh, That's I a character Idafune, in Mortal Idafune, Kombat. Idafune, Idafune, he's the cat lead guy in charge of Capcom. Okay, so but hey, you're, you know, this now. was your last time in Japan and you were there. Yes, I was so there. What did you get hands-on playing time with, since there was nobody there in just a big empty room? Uh, well, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was the first thing I kind of walked into. Oh! Hey, I watched some videos oh, three. of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 3. 3. 3. three. 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 <laughs> well, 3 is the important uh, number because you can. it's 3 versus 3, isn't it? Yes, it is. Actually. Which is insane. It is, a bit, it is a bit nuts, and I think that's... I want to love Marvel vs. Capcom. I wanted to love the first one. I wanted to love the second one. I wanted to love the third one. I never you can beat Iron Man and beat up, you know, Chun-Li. What's not fun about that? <laughs> well, when you put it like... Exactly. When you put it like that, what is not fun about that? But what um, is not fun about that, Alex? <laughs> I, I like Street Fighter games. And more specifically, I like the very specific six six punches, six kicks of Street Fighter. Okay. Um, As opposed to what? Well, if you remember way back, way, way back in the day when we were doing this podcast and we spoke about Tatsunoko versus Capcom when it came out in Japan. Hey, yeah, that's uh, got three. That's just three attacks. It that's does. medium, light, and heavy attack. Yeah. There's no distinguishment between punch and kick. I know this because I'm playing it at the moment. And then you've got swap out dude one, and then, you know... Uh, that's right. Assist move, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and often, it's simplistic. It's simplistic, but often, but with that simplicity comes a need for more memorization. Sure. Because... A hard punch might not necessarily just go in a hard straight towards the person direction. It might be an uppercut. It might strike low. And every character's different. And it makes jumping on a game like Marvel vs. Capcom for a few moments uh, or for two rounds a little bit uh, difficult to grasp and hard to get the kind of depth of how it's going to work. So this is the same. This is the the three-level attack on Marvel vs. Capcom. plays like Tatsunoko, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. It looks much nicer. It's absolutely bonkers. It was a lot of fun. I tried quite a few of the new characters, including uh, Deadpool, uh, Chris Redfield. Uh, the guy I was playing played Amaratsu from Okami. Question mark? Uh, hey, but you know, when you get on these machines, when I, I played Tatsunoko vs. Capcom in an arcade in Osaka when I was there, 
uh, and you know I'm not very good at games so what I would do is just kind of like you know move towards and then just sort of like spin the joystick around and sort of mash the buttons and you get good results in these games with this yeah. makes, you, makes you look good the other guy we kind of knew what he was doing um, okay his name was actually Richard who's somebody uh, who does some uh, video shows out here um, and he beat me the first round quite badly uh, with my s selected uh, new brand characters. So the second round, I just picked. Uh, Did you pick Ryu? Yeah. Ryu yeah. <laughs> and Wolverine. Falling back on 15 years of hard conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the verdict? And I won. On that? And I won. That's and you won. Of course, yeah, you just do stand at the back, do fireballs just yeah. to regain your pride. So, so what's the verdict on it? Um, the verdict is, out of sheer love of the idea, I'm going to end up buying it because it's certainly a very, very good game. I'm just never going to like it as much as Street Fighter. Or okay. Anything You're a hardcore Street, Street Fighter. That's fine. Yeah. You're a Street Fighter snob. That's fine. Yeah. It's what else? Uh, what else did you see? That's pretty exciting. I knew what that was as well. That, yeah, that was pretty exciting. I also yeah. saw uh, a game called El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Who's El? 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 <laughs> I don't know who it is. Um, it's actually the game being published by, um, I can't remember their name now, Ignition, Ignition Entertainment. Hot and fresh out of the kitchen. Ignition, who, exactly. Who, yeah. uh, they're, one of their chief operating people is Shane Bettenhausen, Formula One Up. Ah, the angry hockey player we all love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what he went on to do after One Up. Yes, who was very right. nice when I got him when we were drunk together that was interesting I imagine he was yes he's a he's quite a stocky guy it was surprising anyway um, El Shaddai is based on the book of Enoch which was one of the parts of the Bible that many people dispute actually being part of the Bible really you well hold on this is a Bible game um oh is this Old Testament stuff because that's this fine is, this is Japanese biblical stuff okay so is it Old Testament? Is it all fire and brimstone and monsters? Um, it's kind of if you imagine because that's fine. If you imagine a kind of emo guy with blonde hair wearing Edwin denim shorts, with uh, old school white plastic apple strapped all over his body as shields, that's the <laughs> style you're looking at. I'm thinking Casey Jones from the Turtles. Yes, but with more <laughs> white plastic. And okay, what's this got to do with the Bible? Oh, I'm intrigued. I this sounds good. No, don't, don't honestly know what it's wow. about in the Bibles. I know the devil's in it. I know it. It's the real devil. The, well, a real devil called the uh, real devil's they in call it. Him oh. Lucy, which is kind of cool. I see. And he shows up at one point with this, uh, like, very cheap Japanese umbrella and says, "This is one of the uh, shards of human wisdom. You should really try it sometime. Like it's sinful." And he's trying to tempt away. Enoch. Right, I've got no idea what you're talking about now. This is insane. Did this? Did you fall down when you were there? Uh, it, it was a bit strange, I will admit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a game. <laughs> Let's root it's, it in something. It's, is it it's game on? It's meant to be the book where Jesus on? is basically growing up. So Jesus is growing up. In between everything else. It's like the prequel? Um, yeah, basically. Right, uh, okay. Or the, the young the, Jesus the bit in the middle. Jones. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, Adventures of Young Jesus. It, it's the bit where Luke was still a baby and growing up. It's that 18-year period of Star Wars that you never see. Oh, God, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so was I. But it's this very strange game. It, it looks 
interesting. It's a shell-sided style. Uh, it doesn't look... It's obviously a little glitchy. It's very early in development. What's it on? What's it on? It's on Xbox and PS3. Okay. It's very simple combat. It's only three button, three buttons: one to disarm, one to fight, one to attack, and one to jump around the place. Uh, it's got platforming sections. It had fighting sections, and it's just like the Bible. Yeah. Well, yeah. The yeah. It's very bits. interesting. It's it's actually beautiful, and it's absolutely beautiful, actually. Uh, assuming that what they are obviously planning comes to fruition absolutely without any of the glitches that are currently there. Yeah. Uh, combat is obviously very arenaed when it goes on. You're obviously, you know, you're kind of sealed in as is the style with a lot of these kind of arena combat games or action combat games. Um, and the real issue I have with it is that with only one button combat, really, it might be very limiting if they don't mix it up with a variety of weapons. Because Apart from a basic attack, the main thing comes from disarming the person, taking their weapon, and then turning that on your opponent. Can you be Jesus? I'm not sure if I was playing as Jesus. I hope I was. Selectable character. You're probably unlockable. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. That's brave. And that's my main thing about it. Like, I can imagine that going down very well in some places, but I can imagine it causing a real stir that might be more hassle than it's worth for the company in the end. Well, in the Israel Xbox market. Well, and the American Xbox okay. market. Well, there's, well, there's branches of game in Palestine. Yeah. Won't stop that one. No, no. Hello? Hello. <laughs> right, I'm confused and tired after that one. Okay, uh, yeah. What, what else so was that? Actually. <laughs> it was Nino, Nino no Kuni. Nino, Nino Nana? Nino no Kuni. There's a newsreader in... Uh, uh, on the London Evening News, and she's called Nina Nana. Yes, there is, but this yeah. is Nina Nana's game. Sounds like the start of that Wigfield song. <laughs> Nina Nana? Well, you might be interested in this because it's a Ghibli game. Oh my god, I've seen this online, it looks incredible. Oh, and suddenly he's excited. Yes, this looks amazing. My jo- I call people in from another room to, to see the trailer of this. So, this is the Ghibli uh, um, game, which is on PS3 and DS. And they're different advent- they're d- d- different games on each, aren't they, with the yes, same characters? Yes, and one looks good. The other looks a bit... Uh, Can you guess played, which one doesn't look not, good? <laughs> not that I played that uh, one. Well, you mean the DS one? Yeah, I mean the DS. Well, I mean, it looks good. There's, there's limitations, but the PS3 well, one... Well, except they want is... you to carry around a 300-page book to play it. What? Which, well, th- yeah. You have to refer to the book? Yeah, it's like really part of it is the book, which is only funny when you consider people use DSs when they commute. Like, I want my DS because it's small and convenient. And now I need to carry it around with this new wow, It's going to be like Harry Potter again. It is. Like, a bit like people just re- removing huge hardback books out of their bag which, and then just reading it while picking their nose. They should really like just jettison the pages they've read, like tearing them out as they go when you've got a big book like that. Can't you have the book on the DS? Well, that you'd think that would be what the second screen could be usefully. Exactly! Used, <laughs> it looks like a book. <laughs> oh Jesus! So what? You literally can't play it without the book. No, well, that's what I hear. I'm I didn't play it, so okay. that, well, that's that what I was told by somebody who did play it. Extremely gamey. Yes, but it looks yes. beautiful. So it's got that kind of um, painted backdrop feel to everything, but the characters, which look like uh, cell animated, cell it looks like shape. a Ghibli film. Basically, it, is what I'm trying to say. It looks stunning. It looks like yeah, a Ghibli film, as you say. It's incredible. Um, and I really wish I spoke more Japanese so I could have played the adventure section. So I just watched somebody playing that, thought it looked beautiful, mm-hmm. and then I tried the combat. 
Oh, uh, so it's a Final Fantasy style RPG, is it? Um, I would Turn-based say combat. It, it's more like Pokemon. Cross oh, okay. With Final Fantasy. Cross with Final Fight. Uh, cross with Final Fantasy. Cross with Final <laughs> Fight would be amazing. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? That would be great. The, yeah. yeah, we have a winner. Game of so, uh, the, the bit troublesome with the fighting? No, um, well, you play as the small boy, uh, who I'm going to not accused of being called Nee, but he might be called Nee. Uh, okay. And you run around... Well, you actually command your pet with four commands that you holler at him and then he attacks or buffs himself, which is a term before you snigger at the idea he of a pet buffing buffs it. himself. Yes, it means he powers wow. up. He powers up. Do or you buff you can, yourself? You, or you can switch up to back to the boy <laughs> and buff your pet. Or I'm buffing myself pet. right now thinking about it. Or... or you directly control yourself, so you can reposition the character within the environment, but then you can switch back to the control of the pet. Wow. Um, and it feels like a fairly trimmed-down Pokemon. There might be a lot more to it, but within the short time with the demo. It was an active time system that you basically yell commands at your pet to attack. So it was a bit like a active time Pokemon, basically. Whew. Look beautiful though. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> Any other games out? <laughs> I glazed over then when you were talking about the combat. I was really trying. Yeah. Yeah. I was, no, just wa- it's, was watching yeah. my waveform go up and down in GarageBand. I was like, <laughs> my mind was blank. Um, but it is beautiful. You have to go and watch the videos uh, of that. So that, stunning games, and I'm really impressed. That I know these games. Do you want I'm some gonna... more that you might know? Uh, well, no, no. I'd like you to tell me the other, the, the hot picks. What people at home are going to want to hear about? It, they're going to get them excited. Um, well, they're going to bust themselves. A couple of hot picks that are coming up pretty soon are Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. And, Castlevania, uh, which is a 3D Castlevania game. Which maybe hey, you know, I haven't actually seen any of the 3D games, the 3D Castlevania oh. games. I'm totally 2D, and I don't think I've even ever seen the Castlevania game. It's like the 3D Strider game that people have told me exists. I've never seen it. Well, the earlier ones weren't very good at Castlevania. The Strider one was meant to be all right. But yeah, fine. okay. That's uh, old now, isn't it? This was not a great showing of it, actually. It focused on the combat, which reports, because the game's already in some reviewers' hands, reports say that it's actually a pretty good balance between platforming puzzle and um, combat. However, the demo on the show didn't do much to show that off, and it focused very heavily on the combat, which is very God of War. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, very good of war. And interesting in itself, but not better than many other games that have come out this year and done it better. So Bayonetta, God of War, would be better if that's all it has to offer. Uh, But it is all in a very nice gothic Castlevania-y style. So if that gets... Well, it's always the control systems that sell these things. Well, certainly the last few Castlevania games, they've always had ingenious control systems or you know the way that you switch between characters and things like that that's always very well considered but i guess they've mastered it in 2d but there's some catching up to be done in terms of catching up with the likes of bayonetta and what have you yeah it's a very different kind of game as well i mean if it, if they manage to do the exploration well uh that really is a hallmark of the series then it could be really fun but if it is just like a god of war or a bayonetta where you move from arena to arena fighting and within areas they're just being puzzles it might offer less than perhaps fans of the series want can I share something I've got uh, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin on my DS 
I can't get past the first level. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> I can't kill the boss. Oh dear. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you're not very good. It means I'm a grown up. Yes, it means you're grown up. That's exactly yeah. what it means. <laughs> um, other picks, other very quick picks. Uh, yes. Vanquish coming out later this month. If you have a 360 or a P, uh, PS3, I do uh, not. You do not. I it's do not. well worth a look. It's a hectic cover-based shooter that's very acrobatic, looks beautiful, and it's going to be just ridiculous Japanese big men with in robot suits with guns all the way through. Sounds great. It, it, what else is I, coming out soon now? Coming out soon also is Little Big Planet 2. That's been pu- pushed back to next year, actually, <laughs> January. Second Sackboy. Yeah. yeah. What else um, can they, where can they go with that? Well, they've added a lot of new systems, people who want to design levels. I mean, they now have little robots they can program, give them their own AIs. They seem to have more camera control to create things like cutscenes, which will probably mean more RPG-like things will be able to be made. And there's also apparently a kind of circuit board that... I, I don't pretend to understand this part um, that will enable people to make almost entirely new game engines within the little big planet game engine. Oh my! And wow. then shrink that down to a circuit and share it with people. So, how much did you bother with the whole making the level stuff? Because you've got the little big planet, don't you? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I tried it out <laughs> twelve minutes. <laughs> it sounds like that Sleepers Death game you bought us both. Yeah. Well, we we should actually do. It's it's more down to the fact that the time needed to get into it or more precisely the time needed to do anything you want to do using a controller is mind numbing so I'm hoping with the now that I have a mouse that will work with my PS3 I might get yeah. into it if I get a little big planet 2 I'd certainly like to experiment but if the barrier to entry is as high as the last one I've got more important things to do with my time I was going to say does, does, it, uh, does it feel like life's too short when, when you start doing stuff like that it, it kind of does. Yeah, and you think yeah. I could be in a field opening a bottle of kava next to a beautiful lady. Yes, yes, I could. Or, or anywhere next to a beautiful lady. Just like on a bus. Opening a bottle of kava next to a beautiful <laughs> lady on a bus. <laughs> I suppose that would be an icebreaker. Nothing to do with me and the girl. Like, Just I've running up to the top deck. Life. Yeah, sitting there Obviously, you fizz, fizzed it up because you've been bounding in. You're all sweaty. You've seen her from the road. You've been running alongside the bus for about half a mile. There's two glasses clinking and shattering. Next Are you all right? Oh, oh, God. Life's too short, isn't it? Pop. <laughs> Arrested, because I'm in the middle of London. Yeah, yeah tasered straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Do they tase you if it's champagne? I thought maybe if it was just if it was white lightning. Maybe if, maybe there are different levels. I think you'd be seen as a high-priority target if you're doing something that absurd. I think they'd just take you down. <laughs> They wouldn't know what to make of you. It was lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) Is it marbles with the blood on the floor? But hey, yeah, there's that to do. Hey, should we talk about Milo? That got cancelled. Project Project Milo is quite absurd. It's quite embarrassing. (laughs) Project Milo is Peter Molyneux. Everyone must know what Milo is, actually, what we're doing. It's uh, Peter Molyneux's AI project where you look after what can only be described as, you know when they have... Just young boys in Hollywood films. Haley Joe Osment is probably the, the peak of this. Annoying young children in films. Yes. I, Anakin I'm, Skywalker I'm, is a baby. He is. Macaulay He's Culkin. very annoying. Macaulay Culkin. Um, oh, the kid in Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. They've got like bowl haircuts yeah. and like little peg teeth and they're little fucking shits and I'd love to just smash them up. 
Uh, whew, sorry about that. But anyway, yes, th- this is like as if you've got one of those as your friend, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and you're meant to raise him like like a real boy, like Pinocchio. But exactly, it's like Pinocchio. That, you're basically tying this into life being too short. You're gonna have to do this one day for real with your own child. <laughs> I mean, <what? laughs> I think Haley Osment has put me off having children ever, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like a piece of modern is like Geppetto, isn't it? <laughs> Geppetto is just a funny word to call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto Molyneux. Which makes that uh, Bill, Bill, Bill Clinton? Bill Gates. He's Jiminy Cricket. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'd forgotten about Jiminy Cricket. So, yeah, he's got to go back to his wooden workshop G- and work Jiminy on Fable Cricket. 2. Jimmy Cricket was a bad Irish comedian. He was. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him as well. Yeah. But, yeah, so it, they might work in bits of the Milo uh, AI into the new Fable game. Uh, they might work in a mini-game released alongside or a bit after Fable. Not but that sounds to me like they're just humouring Geppetto Molyneux and just yes. saying, yeah, don't worry, you can play with your toys on the plane. <laughs> As they leave them on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just delete it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not surprised. I, no, I, I, I didn't, didn't see it, it as being anything plausible. Also, it seems to be massively uh, adv- advanced for the current stage of AI development in the world, yeah. surely. <laughs> What's that, you draw, Milo? Oh, a fish? That's wicked. You're what climbing out else? of the television, Milo. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Sadako, no! <laughs> um, yeah. So, there were other games. We should... I promise you we do this quickly. We haven't been, have we? Sorry, I've, been, I've, I've taken this off. Yeah, Go on, tell us the other games. Uh, Third Birthday, which is the sequel to the Parasite Eve games. There were two of those, but they couldn't call it Parasite Eve because they lost the license because it was a book originally. Um. Uh, essentially a third-person shooter for the PSP. Uh, actually makes me sad that I got my PSP stolen um, <laughs> because it was really good. It's used controls very similar to the Siphon Filter games, which did a very good job mapping very complex controls to the PSP's button configuration. Uh, you do third-person shooting, but then you tap a button and you warp into other people's bodies, although you still look like the skimpily or the young woman that you control normally whose clothes slowly get ripped as she gets more and more beaten up because she's in a Japanese game. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds very exciting. It was very good. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, just another PSP game that also makes me sad I've lost my PSP uh, is Valkyria Chronicles 3. Ooh. Which, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 1 was one of the best games on the PlayStation 3. This wonderful action strategy game. Um, then they released it on the PSP with Valkyria Chronicles 2, which was also very good. Uh, slightly smaller battle areas. Um, the problem with it was, for me, primarily that they placed it within a school, so you had all of the Japanese high school bullshit that goes along with most anime and manga. This one is back in a real or a real fake war, if you see what I mean, as opposed to... Okay, so there's no uh, teenage uh, love uh, side plots. Oh, it's Japanese, there will be, but at least I won't feel like it's some... a load of paedophiles are getting off on it somewhere in Japan. Yeah, we mention paedophiles every... Every <laughs> every story we mentioned if it with Milo. Tag- we mentioned it. We- Did you mention it, Milo? No, I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> if your if your head was a tag cloud, that would be <laughs> bursting out of, out of your ears. Pedophile. Pedophile. Let's just move on. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking of Japanese perversions, there was Gun Loco. Oh, that sounds fun. I don't know what that is. 
I only played because I was like walking along and somebody was like, this is space, this is space on this team. And I was like, all right then. Uh, so I got ushered in and was playing a guy in a suit. And there's another guy playing a, guy, a dude wearing bunny ears and a diaper. Um, in real life? No, no. Oh, no. right, okay. I'm confused. And it's a team-based online shooter and we all ran around. And it, this is part of it, actually. It's a very action-based running game. You're, okay. Although you're shooting, the emphasis on is on holding the sprint, and when areas in the world become kind of highlighted blue, you can yes. press the A button to interact with them, which is either vaulting them or sliding under them. Uh, so unlike the cover-based third-person shooters that are out at the moment, it really puts an emphasis on moving and just being far more reactive to things rather than planning. It was fun, but I can't imagine it holding up to hours and hours of play, because the kind of frenetic nature of it I can see leaving very little room for tactics if we wanted loads of people to listen to this we could stop me we, talking like that do, well yeah <laughs> we, should, yeah it's a given but we, <laughs> but we could do an Angry Birds podcast yeah get loads of listeners that the Angry Birds we could resurrect ourselves as the Angry Birds podcast <laughs> isn't that just like saying you're going to be I can't think of two angry women to make that silly now Damn it. Well, it'd be, like, it'd be like loose women, but I don't think you know what that is because you haven't lived in the country no, for six no. years. It's a daytime TV like program. Paula yeah. Yates and Valerie Singleton. I don't even know who they are anymore. Paula Yates. <laughs> I don't know. Who she not is only is she dead. Yeah, she's dead. Singleton probably is too. You're going to have this a lot when you come back, aren't you? There's, there's people who died that I don't suppose it'd be worth ever even reporting out there. <laughs> for the first that. two months, you're going to go. They dead. Loads of people have died. Like when we came back from America and Rod Hull was dead. Oh, God, yeah. That's weird yeah. when you're out of the country when people die. Especially it when it's like sea less celebrity type thing. Twin Towers came down when I was in Spain. Took me like three days to find out. Really? Yeah. So you didn't know until the 12th? The, four, the 14th. That's a very fishy alibi. Yeah, Seems like it could bring something up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other news from TGS that I didn't see. Okay. Very quickly, because... One of, well, two of them are very quick. Uh, Devil May Cry is being given to an English studio, Capcom, previously Capcom, always developed them, and they've given it to Ninja Theory, developers of Heavenly Sword and the upcoming, uh, I want to say Enchanted, but that's not... Hold on, that's not the same people who did Metroid, is it? No, that's Retro Studios. Oh, no, that's Team Ninja, sorry, yes. <laughs> you can see where I got confused. Right, yes, okay. no, absolutely. Um, now... There's been a huge foray online because the lead character has gone from being a kind of platinum blonde white haired character to a far more punk rock, emo, London, dark haired guy. Is uh, this because of the developers? Yeah, they well, it's partly because Capcom said something completely different, do something completely different, something completely different. Uh, <laughs> and then they did something a little bit different. They said, like, we want it more different. Uh, and so they made it even more different, and now all the fans kind of got upset. But really, it sounds like it's going to be an origin story that it explains why his hair goes white anyway. So an orange story. That's why his hair goes white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm exhausting myself with that, that joke. <laughs> orange uh, story. I, I'm going to get your attention back in a moment. But there's you know the X-Men Oranges film? I call that X-Men Oranges. And if you do that enough, it becomes very funny. It sounds a lot funnier than the movie. X-Men Oranges. Yeah, I watched that on the plane. It was rubbish. Anyway, yes, go on. Uh, Last Guardian. 
which okay. is the Team Ico game uh, being released also alongside or pre prior after, I should say, HD remakes of Ico and um, Shadow of the Colossus, which was their previous two games. This is a very beautiful looking game uh, with a drag rat tail. Dragon. A rat tail. A rat tail. <laughs> it's about bad hairdos. Rat tail cat looking dragon. Okay. Um, should be amazing. That's the whole thing there. It's pretty much the same trailer that they released before. It's still not playable. Go and look at that online if you're interested. Certainly something we've all been waiting for for years PS as PS3 owners. So there's hey, that. Hey, something I'm interested in. Yeah. Did you, did you meet any gaming celebrities, by which I mean American nerds? I did meet gaming American celebrity nerds. Yeah? Yeah. Spell uh, Alex, that's the goss. <laughs> do I do goss? Okay, well, I hung out with Christian Nutt of Karma Sutra. Cool. Who uh, actually went to the beer festival with him, and I went to a party at Itoku, which is a, or Otoku rather, yeah, which was a bar in Tokyo that was filled with people from the gaming press and gaming developers, including the guy who made Deadly Premonition. I was sat next to him. I met Daigo, the Street Fighter 2 champion. I got Garnet Lee hammered on tequila. Well, I gave him a shot of tequila and then never saw him again. So I think I might have finished him off. Um, got Shane Bettenhausen, obviously, was there with those guys. Uh -huh. um, just all the people hung out. and I followed people around and got drunk with them. <laughs> just followed them around. Well, it was more like they all said, well, who, who's going for a drink? And I said, if people are drinking, I can come. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even though this was like, I, I had no sleep. I'd been at work all day. And this was my first evening in Tokyo, having missed the first day of the show. Um, so I went out, got drunk, then got lost in Tokyo, found my hotel at five in the morning. Yes. Uh, and woke up three hours late to go to the show. Oh, Alex. <laughs> sounds like you had a great time. It was amazing. No, I, yeah, that I, sounds I fun. to think about that far better than the show itself. The last game, Ooh, last game, game lost in Tokyo. Drumroll, the headliner. Yakuza <gasps> 5, or Yakuza 5 in the end, it's actually called. It's not Yakuza 5. Oh, is it? What? It's the last one? No, no, it's, no? A, okay. it's, it's a zombie shooter, isn't it? What? You what? You what? It's a, it's a what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you don't keep up with gaming news and it's something what? you're interested in. What? You should really? really look at this. Yeah, really. I don't understand. That's like saying The Godfather Part 3 is going to be set on the moon. Uh, um, similar. Yeah, what? Wow. So when you say a shooter, do you mean... What do you mean? <laughs> what do you I mean? mean? It's a third-person shooter. Um, right. You play as one of four characters. Uh, is it over the shoulder, like you're looking yes. down on the character? Over the shoulder. One of well, it's played in that. I keep forgetting the name of that district of Tokyo that it's set in. Oh no, it's I don't know where that is either. I keep trying to find out on Google Maps. It's I, set in Dosenbori. No, I, I accidentally wound up there the other week. Oh weird. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I haven't been there either. So I thought that I was, might be quite I, a place I was going to for go. A walk and I was there and I was like, oh, I recognise this place. This is in Yakuza. Someone's going to uh, start a fight within a matter of seconds. Yeah. Well, no, that was the guy who came. Oh, this guy came up to me. Japanese guy, small, kind of scrawny. Uh, in old, real life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Old, real okay. Life old wizened this area of Tokyo uh, wearing these kind of you know those kind of shaded tinted glasses that are obviously kind of like aviators but also yeah basically cataract glasses he looks did he, did, had he lost a cat or some puzzle you had to solve <laughs> well he was missing a tooth he looks at me straight in the eyes and just goes fuck 
Hey, nice. And that's all he said. And I said, no, thank you. And I walked away. <laughs> Fabulous. That's good. Yeah, it's good exchange. Was it aggressive right or did you just sort of, he knew how to swear in your language? I don't know if he was swearing or if he, if he was offering to take me somewhere for it because I just had some other people offering to take me to a titty oh, club. As they a, tooth, it. a toothless pit. I don't like it when they call them titties. No, no. But it's horrible. But that, that's by the by. Yakuza yeah. 5 is a sh- zombie shoot em up. It, well, it's not really Yakuza 5. It's a spin off. They've done it before. They did like a. a they did the ancient Edo Japan. Period. Yeah, the ancient Japan one. But still, that kind of makes sense. I assume it was the same game. Yeah, you well, know, this takes some of the character. This takes Ryu from the first game. Um, yeah. The guy with the snake on his back and the eye patch, whose name I yes. forget. One of the guys from the fourth game and some guy that I don't recognize with a Gatling gun for an arm. Which wow. evidently is, is Yakuza technology that hasn't been revealed to most of the street th- thugs in Japan yet. Haven't come across that one yet, but okay. No, no. Uh, and it's just been videos shown. It looked crazy. It looked like a, it was a great excuse for them to have a floor show with two uh, hostess-looking girls being mauled by a zombie. Which is quite <laughs> I cannot as, wait as, to go and watch st- the videos for this. As they stood there with huge um, guns, you know, toy guns, I guess. Yep. Hopefully toys. Um, but the weird thing is that within this world, there's still hostess clubs, there's still pachinko. Uh, and as you go in, you're like accosted by people with guns, making sure you know how to bet or you know how to talk to women. And then if you're not a zombie, you get to go and do everything you'd normally do in a Yakuza game. Oh my God, this sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did talk about Yakuza on the moon. Yes, yeah, yeah. We also talked about the possibility of this game actually being an earthquake in the news, not ten minutes ago to people who have listened to the whole show. Yeah, well, yeah. well, it's not looking so lightly. In fact, this is more absurd than it being on the moon. It is. In many clap, ways. clap, clap to Sega. I love their Yakuza franchise, and we yes. do talk about that every episode as well. Every episode. You know, you should play that game. It's it's important. The it's Yakuza art. Birds cast. Yes, yes, <laughs> Yakuza Birds. You pull them back and throw them at some. Green pigs. That would that should have been what it was. Forget, forget this zombie thing they've got going. Wheel bandwagon jumping. Uh, yeah. Yakuza Angry Birds. Yeah. Well, we're going to resurface as the Angry Birds podcast next uh, next time, so we can get some proper listeners. But you, you, you precious people who do actually listen, we love you very much. Love you dearly. Uh, sorry we didn't get this up sooner, but we have got it out in September. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Not bad. So go and look at the site. I might write something on there one day soon uh, certainly links to stuff I have written that's doofus.net or follow me on Twitter doofus uh, do that yes. and Alex beloved Alex and me will be back uh, in uh, a week or so for some more fun with you oh, on beloved lists we will we'll, we'll come back soon yeah bye 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 love you bye 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 bye